0: Welcome to the Gate 7 International Podcast, your official English source for all things Olympiacos FC and Greek football. The first day of training is when I realized, oh, this is why they win the league every year.
1: When I, I spoke with Kevin, if i going to sign or no for Olympiacos, I said, you're a pretty good deal, like my friend. I can't speak. You're sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, <love> it, <laughs> oh, what's up everybody this is gate seven international i'm costa i'm here with co-host labrosirmo live from brussels we've got costaliano with us from athens um, yeah, first thing I'm gonna say is that tomorrow morning, Greek time 8 30, there's a TAP, uh, Portuguese Airlines flight heading back to Lisbon. That's the first thing I'm saying. Um, where do we start? Where do we start? Costa, I want. I want to ask you your thoughts first because like, you've had some time to yourself as well. Like, Labro and I, honestly, were kind of numb. Um, one more thing I'll say, mate, is, uh, and we're going to get into this like we've got all night. I don't think I'm going to sleep tonight. It's going to be very hard for any Olympiakos fan to sleep tonight. with a uh, When Pedro Martins came out in the press conference yesterday, and said that the problem in the last game was the pressing, that alarm bells were going off in my head. So he thought the pressing was the problem. Okay, but anyway, we're gonna get into it. Costa, please, like, come tell me, like, your thoughts. You're a journalist, like, give us something. Give us something, man. (laughs)
3: Well, I mean, first off, I'd like to start with a public apology for all the uh, Gate 7 International uh, viewers and you as well, guys. That uh, Well, from the beginning, I was saying that Olympiacos are not favorites uh, for this. Even the Maccabi Haifa people didn't believe me. Even they thought I was nuts for saying that they're not favorites in this. Uh, I'd like to apologize that I picked Olympiacos to win yesterday. The truth is, I really didn't feel like it, but for some reason, I mean, I thought maybe, you know, let's try and be positive and and whatever. I don't know. Maybe I, I I thought too much of myself. I thought that me coming out, me, you know, no nobody knows me and me coming out saying, oh, you know, Olympiacos are going out. That would, you know, snowball into a huge negativity and then Olympiacos would go out. Anyway, apologies for that. Uh, there's no way... In my opinion, there's no way Pedro Martin survives this. No way Pedro Martin stays after this. I tweeted last week that Olympiacos would do fantastically well if they had a manager ready to take over, like on a moment's notice. If they had someone in the fringes just ready to come in. I had a look at some managers. Some of them are more realistic than others. There's Kike Setien, there's... Uh, Mitchell, there's uh, Carlos Queiroz, there's Rafa Benitez, there's Marcelo Bielsa, there's uh, Cesare, Cesare Prandelli, there's Big Sam, Sam Allardyce. I, like I said, some are more realistic than others. I truly feel like this is the time now, but Vigelis Marinakis has to do this right now. He needs to pull the trigger now, bring in a manager, but it's, I need to say this, guys, when the new manager comes in, it's patient city all over, guys, because it, it, the Olympiacos are getting into a, a, a process of rebuild, which means probably no Europe and probably no title either, whoever takes over. But it needs to happen now, as soon as possible, even if that means no Europa League, no Conference League. And I'm going to say this right now. This Olympiacos team, there's no fucking hell. They're eliminating Slovan Bratislava. I didn't say it like that, but Maccabi, I'm saying it right now. They're not eliminating Slova, Slovan Bratislava.
2: You're on mute. Yeah, no, I just wanted to say thank you for that comment from Book. Uh, Doctor recommends eight hours sleep. Don't need depression for any Olympiacos Uh, videos.
1: Thanks, Book. (laughs) Um, Is it my turn now? Shall I go? Shall I go? (laughs) Uh, um, Shall I begin? Shall I begin? Shall I begin? begin? Um, What's up, everyone? Um, This is a really difficult night for Olympiacos. Um, For us as fans... um, I want to start by basically talking about what i've been thinking leading up to these matches and first things first um the team really tried to rally the fans guys these past two weeks and trust the process we'll be there and to a lot of you who are in the stadium tonight who are messaging me like kudos on you you showed up things have been going bad but you showed up and you were singing even with all of that that we saw and I was really trying to stay positive to, as Costa said, keep this atmosphere afloat. You didn't want to be a part of the reason that this negative atmosphere around the club, I was telling you guys yesterday, don't send messages to the players, support the team. Let's support the team. It's really bad, but we need to support the team. Guys, at this point, that we, we support the team, but that is over. Um, we now, as Olympiacos fans, need to speak up. It's over, um, I'm not going to name names, but the propagandists who we read every day in the media and go on the radio and give us excuses for why these things happen, I'll say one thing, we're not so stupid as we you think we are, uh, a lot of the things we read and listen to are, are really difficult to listen to because of the bullshit that, <laughs> that they sound like, and guys i'm gonna be honest with you about martins i've been saying it for a long time and some people are saying i was a bit hyperbolic but i saw the end of i i think i'm gonna put my mindset i saw the end of martins in that cup final loss against pauk which was almost a year and a half two years ago i wanted a year i don't know uh the pauk final loss not the semi-final loss um things all went downhill from there. And of course, they've only been getting worse. And this is the culmination of all of that. Um, when olimpiakos went out with Pauk in the semifinal, I said Martins had to go and olimpiakos had, had to stop with this dream that Martins will turn it around. And I got a lot of pushback from fans saying Martins had done it before, he'll do it again from a lot of people, um, which is fair enough. And that's what the, the media was telling us this, what the propagandists were telling us. Sorry, I'm just going to call it what it is. Um, Well, this is what I feared would happen. It is July 27th. Olympiacos does not have a coach. Olympiacos out of the Champions League, and Olympiacos just lost at home to Maccabi Haifan Israeli team. Um, That is where Olympiacos is right now. And all of this came out to happen basically to try and support martins because they believe martins could turn it around well this is the result of all of that pedro martins could not turn it around The last year and a half two years showed that and um this is where we are and now we're in a rebuild now we're in a project to save our season to save the championship to save the cup it's gotten that bad we're near rock bottom um, there's a lot of really bad things at the club at the moment. At Olympiacos. I really don't want to um just build upon all the negatives that are already out there. You just lost 4-0 with an Israeli team. What else do we have to say? Um, yeah, congrats to the fans who stayed 90 minutes. It was difficult to watch. It reminded me a lot of Costa what we saw with Atalanta, just hopeless despair, not just nothing from the team. And you were sitting there and, okay, that's with Atalanta. This was with Maccabi Haifa. This is a different level. But, guys, um, there's still – I wrote an article in January of 2022, I want to say, about Pedro Martins, Modesto, and the situation at Olympiacos. And I think one of the lines I said, when we look back at Pedro Martins' time at Olympiacos, him, along with Francois Modesto, who I think played a big role in this, but will have left the club in the same position that he brought it into. Olympiacos now has a bloated roster full of players that it cannot sell, who are not helpful, and who they're paying big wages to. This is what we've reached to at Olympiacos, and Pedro Martins is leaving that behind. Someone else is going to have to come in and basically do a Pedro Martins 2.0. There's a lot of heavy contracts on the roster. A lot of unhappy players. Jan and Via, I didn't want to say in our pregame yesterday, I was again um, holding this energy. They asked him a question about more creativity in the midfield, and he laughed and said, why don't you ask the coach about that? Um, let's just say the locker room is not a pleasant place right now and Pedro Martins has lost it. The French players are not with Pedro Martins. I think that's clear. Um, El Rabi, one of your biggest contracts not playing, uh, says a lot. Matiev Wabuena dropped very low in the pecking order. Um, yeah, Jan Via basically, I think he was going to play and some of the comments and the behavior in the press conference led to him being dropped. Maybe. I think that's yeah. what happened. And um, the, it's very toxic. What course with the Israeli guy, I said this is the most toxic I've seen Olympiacos in a long time. Um I think that's true from the locker room to the fans to the hierarchy this club needs a full rebuild um, and at this moment that's all we can demand we need changes and we need honest truths we need, we're tired of the propaganda we're tired of the lies we're tired of the bullshit stories the headlines we can't continue like this we demand improvements at the club because that's what we want to see and pedro martins can't do that anymore someone else is going to have to come in and, and do it this is a really dark day for olympia really dark day for the fans but maybe this is the beginning of the end of this down spiral for two years maybe we're gonna see and i think the this is a bit off but The rise of Nottingham Forest, I think, is a lesson for the Marninakis family and the way to run Olympiacos. Fuck the agents, bring in the data, bring in the scouts, and let that lead the way at this club. That's what happened at Nottingham Forest, and they're reaping the results. Why don't we do that at Olympiacos? That's all I got to say, really. Let's rebuild this thing from the fucking ground up. Let's burn it down. And... Let's go again. You know, we, we fell down, but we need to rise back up. And that's all I can say right now. I don't want to be like, gloat. Oh, I knew Martins was shit. I knew these players didn't do it. Fuck that. I'm not happy tonight. Um, but we need to rebuild. That's it. And other fans will troll us and say like, oh, shit." yeah, fair enough. Um, we can't say anything about that. Anyway, that's my long-winded rant. Um, done. I'll give it back to you guys. I
2: think you said you said it perfectly, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> well done. I mean, obviously, like you mentioned going into the game, there was this whole unprecedented, I would say, atmosphere of like, you know building up the fans and gearing everyone up to fill out the stadium. And like you said, the fans answered the call. They're the only ones that turned up tonight, yeah. uh, and, and again, like credit to everyone that stayed until ninety minutes. I thought actually the the fans were they composed themselves pretty well, and I think you know <laughs> a lot of fans they they saw it coming, but just you know said okay let's get behind the team, and then you know we'll talk and we'll we'll call a spade what it is when when it needs to be done. So and now now it's open season and the chickens have come to roost. And it's it's over. There's no way Pedro Martinez survives this. And you know, look, is it even worth talking about the game today? Like, I mean, Labro and I are sitting here, we've seen the lineup come out, no number 10. There was this whole discussion throughout the week about what does Olibiacos need to get possession and do something with it? How do we get the ball forward? How do we score? We didn't score at home. We didn't score, we had one shot on target. I'm I'm struggling. I'm struggling to remember what shot who who got shot on target today, and I'm not going to even talk about uh, Bukhalakis or Reabchuk today. Their performances, but I mean the writing's been on the wall for a very long time. And to add insult to injury, you get this free kick after five minutes outside the box, a stupid foul, and Labra and I are literally sitting here looking at each other and said, "Good position, Sherry's going to hit it."
1: Yeah. I said to Costa, I said, isn't that the same spot Despodov scored from last season with Goretz?" Yeah. It and was. It, it was the same spot and he scored. I said, I think this cherry guy's gonna score here, and he did, and he did, and he did. If and I may
3: uh oh, no no, sorry, continue, Labro.
1: No, 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 I'm 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 done. That and that was I, the start of the end. Th- th- th-
3: I would is- just like and I would just like to uh come in with uh a Martin's quote from his press conference. He somebody actually asked him this time if he's going to resign. It seems, God and bless. this is what he had to say. In my dictionary, there's no such word as resignation for anything, or for anything in for anything or any time in my life. I have never quit before, especially for Libiacos. I will always continue giving my giving my entire soul and strength to Olympiacos. I never know the the meaning of the word resignation, or quitting. Basically,
2: am I like a, after after the game ended and he made the post match comments on the field? The Cosmode journalist was asking him questions, and like he was talking about getting prepared for the league. So, like, are you serious? Are you serious?
3: It, well, it's, like, it's very it's very common what's happening right now. We've seen it from many managers that we knew were leaving after one game.
2: Yeah, that's uh, okay. It's like if will... you have any self-respect and like you know pride in what he achieved the first two seasons, and I tweeted it out after the game. I said, if you've got any self-respect for yourself, resign. Just like take responsibility. You can't go out there and say I take full responsibility. So like you take full responsibility, then resign. That's never. It, 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 I, I get what he says, but it just it, it just it shows again that he's on another planet, mate. He's been on another planet for over a year. He he decides today out of nowhere to put Bukhay Lagis in the midfield. Got nothing against the player, but he's been he, he was bad in preseason. And all of a sudden, like, it's like where's the where are we gonna get the final the, the pass into the final third? Who's gonna provide that? Who's gonna get the ball from the defense forward? Janem Villa, two million a year contract on the bench. For Mohamed Kane, who was loaned to Nefchi, ne- loaned back to Neftchi Baku Which and brought cool. back in January. What the All fuck? That,
1: yeah. And
2: Zinkanago who, who, who made a career as a right winger and Masouras as a second striker coming from the left. But to be honest with you, Costa, I was saying it to labro as well during the game today. I don't know where, where the players were playing. You saw Zinkanagou, El Valbuena... Oh, Zincanagul and Masoudas out on the right, like no positioning. Like, what did you do during preseason, Pedro Martins? You came out after the Aris game and you said, I guarantee that we'll be ready on the 20th of July. And you say, Oh, we didn't play well on the 20th of July, but we'll be ready next week. Is this ready? What did they do at preseason? It's lost the locker room. It's time to go. Tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. I'm I'm fast forwarding a little bit now. But, but that's what I have to get off my chest yeah. right now. We'll keep going.
1: Costa, and I know you cover the Premier League. The match reminded yeah. me a bit of... Do you remember Unai Emery's last game in charge of Arsenal? I think it was with Eintracht Frankfurt, where the players just stopped playing for him and they got stomped down. And the Yeah, st- I don't
3: remember if that was his last match. I remember the match yeah. being an absolute disaster. But do you yes.
1: remember that kind of where the players were just all over, the fans were booing, the stadium emptied out? It was like having déjà vu because I remember watching that game and thinking the the players were just going wherever they wanted. They floated. They didn't care. Um, it it's really bad. It, it's it, it was it was so bad. It, it, that that's what it re- reminded me of. Um,
3: well, it's funny that you mention Arsenal because. Uh, the situation out at Olympiacos really reminds me of the of Arsene Wenger's last few years at Arsenal. It's the, Nothing is left right now except the nostalgia. It's so obvious that this is the end of an era and it's the end of the line. Pep Guardiola, once, before he left Barcelona, he said that uh, managers get tired of the same club and the club gets tired of the same manager. I think this is what's going on at Olympiacos. And it's important that Martins doesn't make the same mistake Wenger made by staying... St- Four more years than he was supposed to. He needs to leave now to protect Olympiacos, but also protect his legacy. Because think about it. like Martins was talking about wanting to go to the Premier League. If Everton sack Frank Lampard tomorrow, you think they're actually going to give a damn about Pedro Martins? They're going to think to themselves, oh, yeah, that guy eliminated Arsenal and he won all those titles in Greece. But was was destroyed by Maccabi Haifa with so much quality in his team. Pedro Martins, I'm going to say this, guys. He's one of the greatest managers that ever worked at Olympiacos. Probably the greatest, you know. If we put it down, I'm sure there's a lot of people who think he's the greatest. And, well, there's a debate there.
2: There's a statistical he's, debate there.
3: There is a statistical debate. He's a lovely guy. I got to meet him. And he's such a nice guy. So well-mannered. Uh, but this is it. This is the. It's like a relationship. When you know that you love the other person... You know you had such a great time. You know they're a good person. You know that, you know, if it was different circumstances, if things were just a little different, then it would work out. But it's just, it's it, it, it's time to wake up and smell the coffee. Uh, Pedro Martins is going to go. I would like to thank him for all of the brilliant memories, for helping Olympiacos grow as a team and as a club, get a new European mentality, get respect, get recognition, especially in the Premier League. Pedro Martins helped a lot with that. Trust me, it was Pedro Martins. That brought Olympiakos that, that elevated Oliviacos in front of the demanding Premier League audience. But it's time to go and uh, to to close my um my little rant, and mm-hmm. I, hopefully that will create a little discussion between us. I could never remember Oliviacos being so crap with so much quality in the squad. Yeah. Immense quality, and they're so crap.
2: Yeah, that, that that speaks to a comment that came in just a minute ago. Um from from silo it says it's a combination of thin guys about ba- uh, a babel of average players that's what labra was talking about having a bloated squad with zero chemistry and very scared and, av- and an average manager but th- there was a comment also about um the players the players not being good enough and this is you, you raised it now and labra and i were, were talking about it during the game like there are some good players in this squad it's just the managers just lost control or he's something happened the last season enough i wanna i wanna uh, talk about something i was thinking about the first two seasons you think about he played four two three one that was his thing yeah that's the only system he pretty much played four two three one then Fortunis got injured yeah. the four three three three3 set in the second season and in that season it was a very he was very uh, good at, at reacting he had a squad with good chemistry he could play a 433 in europe and he said okay now it's time to throw on a second striker and you just knew you just knew that what was it like hassan was the super sub and you knew that hassan's going to come on and he's going to score and the team they had that aura that chemistry and that feeling that he's he's changing it from a 433 to a 4231 he knows what he's doing and then at the end of that what was it the was it the second or the third season where he started to play three at the back? Uh, it was the end of the his third season. After Timika and Labdelawie left. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because he continued in the third season with a four-three-three, and he he walked the league, and we thrashed everyone, and then he got to the end of that season, and so like, all of a sudden three-four-three.
1: Yeah, and that's where I said the problem started when. What formation did we play when we... Remember, when we lost the cup final with Pauk, the back line was, I think it was Socrates, Jan Envia, and Jose Jolebas were your... Or no, it was Ruben Semedo, Jose Jolebas, and Jan Envia were your center backs for that game. Um, And I think that's where we went off track from there. Olympiacos lost its identity with Rafinha, Jolebas, I love you, but... Olympiacos lost it. Um, Bro, they, we've said that so many we've times. We've said so many times. so many times. I don't want to be repeating myself, but one thing I want to say again as well is when you see, wow, Olympiacos has so many players still on payroll. Like, that sucks. They need to sell them. Someone, they were talking about it on a bit on the radio. Like, you need to understand how this works. So, Costas Fortunis comes every morning to Olympiacos and trains by himself. Like, he still is there. Kenny Lala is there. Pepe Rodriguez is there. Um, Maxi Lovera, I don't know if he's there.
2: Ruben Tomatoes. in Ruben Tomatoes
1: is still in Portugal. But these guys are there. Um, imagine like Costa, like any of us, your colleagues were just um, – you were good friends, blah, blah, blah. And they were just ostracized. They're like, you train by yourself. You're not good enough. Imagine if you're Jan and Villa, Mathe, Valbuena, these French guys. And they basically just told, like, Kenny Lala, like, fuck off. You train by yourself. Don't come near the squad. Or if you're Andres Bujalak, Yogos Masuras, and you just see how a club legend, Cosas Fortunis, just got treated basically like, train by yourself. You're not wanted anymore. Or the Portuguese guys with, I know they like Semedo, I have a different opinion. Basically told him, fuck off. Like, don't come near the team. You're not even allowed in Piroz. Le- Pepe Rodriguez, the same thing
2: player like, that player that the the, the coach yeah, signed
1: that the coach signed but my main point is really like these people are like they're not just foreign to them they come into training every day they were their friends and they've seen how they've been treated you don't think they say to each other wow that was fucked up how Pedro Martinez treated our good friend blah 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 like that wasn't right fuck him like blah 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 and we need to play for him now
2: and especially the french players the french, the french players, players like, Kenny. Like,
1: like like i i don't think that has been driven home by reporters. Um, That is real. Like that is Or Pierre Kunde. Like the French players are like, why is Pierre Koundé being treated like shit? Like blah, blah, blah. He's working hard. He's in training. Um, That's a big problem that people don't talk about. Having this bloated squad. This is why I wrote the article in January. You can't just sell these players like this. And they have to be there, guys. And when your good friend is basically told to fuck off and you, you you know what I mean? It's not like we haven't talked about it enough. You lose the dressing room. Jan Envia has no respect for Pedro Martins guys. None of these guys really have respect for the guy. It's over. I know they're making big money, blah, blah, blah. They should respect the things, but this is just think about it in your own life. If your coworkers who you were good friends with just got told, you're not in my plans. You have to show up here You yourself to train. But you cannot interact with anyone in the squad. I think that hasn't been discussed a lot. But it's such a human thing, you know. It's such a human thing. I think there were murmurs. Andreas Pujaleks was upset about how Cosas Fortunis was treated. Fair enough. Cosas Fortunis was a legend of Olympiacos. And he had two injuries. And now they're just like, fuck off. Train by yourself. You're not in the plan. That has impact on people. Fortunis was liked by a lot of players. Did he do some fucked up things in the background? Maybe. Like, maybe we'll get that full story one day. But I think this plays a big role. I think he's lost the dressing room. I think tonight shows it. Um, that's really my opinion on that side note. Talk I think
2: we, we, we've we all weighed in a couple of times. Uh, one person who couldn't be with us today yeah. is yeah. Ari Bulubasi. One of the co-hosts of this show, uh, he actually sent in a video and I'm going to whack that on right now.
0: What's up, everyone? This is what I look like after this game, after pulling my hair for 90 minutes. This is what happens. Now that I've had about an hour and change to calm down, I'm going to keep this quick, just have a few things to say. We told you so. We told you so. The patterns haven't changed. They've through the friendlies when everyone was saying, oh, they're just friendlies, blah, blah, blah. The patterns have stayed the same. They've been present in every game. We saw it coming. We knew this was going to happen. I know Lombro got a little excited. Maybe he was feeling a 3 nothing. Well, he, got, he had the right feelings for the wrong team. I haven't felt this disgusted since Maccabi Tel Aviv when Iwad Lenin was coach and even then I mean this is at a whole new level of embarrassing I don't know what else to say guys it's uh there's a uh, drastic action needs to happen now I kind of sat on the fence for a while thought maybe Martins could come back but it's this is it uh, you you don't you, you can't come back from something like this this is that was disgusting i'm sorry everybody had to watch that and i hope you guys ha- find a way to have a a better rest of your week
3: the background music was yes! so amazing yes! oh my god you <laughs> <laughs>
1: In the baby doctor <laughs> with his hair pulled out. Okay, and also the shot at me, unnecessary. I was just trying to be positive. <laughs> bastard with your baby music, and god damn it,
2: this guy, this guy was you. You, you ate
1: it up. You ate up all the comms. You ate No, up all that
2: I, I was. Like, we're gonna win three one four one. I'm telling you, Costa. Yeah.
1: I love the. I said the same thing at Atalanta. Remember, Costa outside the stadium. I'm like, we're gonna fucking do it. Even my girlfriend was like. We fucking suck. We're not doing shit. But like me, I'm like, we're gonna do it. Um, I just try to be like, uh, okay, I know I go on rants and I do all these negative things, and I understand the the background underlying problems that all the But the day of the match, like I just remember as a child, like we can do it. We can, you know what I mean? Like I want to support the team and I want to believe. You see the red and white. You see the the anthem. You see the
2: pitch. You're there, and you're like, yes, this is what it's all about. And then.
1: And yeah, and then we've seen what we have saw, you know. It's it's really difficult um, to go into the game negative, expect negative, and blah, blah, blah. Because you just want something. You love this team. You want to see something else. And I agree with Adi. This is really a low. I think this is lower than Besnikasi. Um, this is lower than... I, it's like Victor Sanchez-esque you know, like when he left with Hapwell Bersheva, but it was completely different context. Um, But it's the same case scenario. You lose in the first round and you have to fire your coach. You're looking for a coach um, in the middle of the summer when most teams, um, of course, remind me if I'm wrong, the Premier League starts next week. Most football leagues start next week. It's all but over. It's like what coach is going to what res- most respectable coaches have jobs and are working on the preseason right now
3: not all I, j- I just mentioned quite a few names that are free but I know but obviously some are more realistic than others well uh, and and just to point out uh, and and i think that's another topic i want to bring out. is just it's it feels a lot darker right now because of the situation you mentioned Victor Sanchez well that was a weird season because Olympiacos had four managers coming in yeah. pretty much but still, they won the league. They did not win the cup. But they made it to the Europa League last 16 with a quite an average team. Uh, the draw was a little helpful, you know, with those Manly Sport coming in for the uh, last 32. Yeah. But now I look at the roster. I mean, you guys said it. It's a huge roster. There's a lot of senior players with very heavy contracts that should have left last season, like Avram, Papa E-E-E, Valbuena, and uh, El Arabi. You look at players that should have been sold two years ago, and now Olympiacos are probably not going to get even half the money they could have gotten them two years ago, like Mati Kamara, Pape Abushi, even Oseinu Ba. Ba was flying high until that one (laughs) red card against Arsenal. Now you got Ogibu Kamara, who has not been himself since the Copa Africa. Uh
2: don't day, day, so day. Yeah. played yeah. him at the 10, then played him, he's like, Oh, we're gonna play him at the eight, then we're gonna play him on the wing. You're burning a kid like that. So playing him here, playing him everywhere, and then just throwing him in like that and making him irreplaceable. Just making him like you don't do that to a young player like that. He made he made him feel um irreplaceable to the team. He killed his like. It, that that desire, like the determination that he had when he came in. I don't know what it is. He just sucked the life out of him or something, yeah. but <sighs> he sucked the life out of the entire team. I mean,
3: I remember having an argument with two, four, one former Panathinaikos fan, one former Ike fan. One of them is now Chelsea fan. The other one is a Real Madrid fan. You know, the, the best Greek <laughs> fans in the world. One of the best Greek fans in the world. Uh, and I was talking to them about the 2019 2020 season. And I told them that is probably the best Greek team we've ever seen because of the way they played. They played the team, the ball out of the back, and they developed the plate from midfield up front. They could beat anyone as well. You could put them against anyone. You could, You would actually not rule out a result Bayern Munich, Tottenham, Arsenal, who they eliminated, <laughs> Wolves that they almost took off. Took out, and my they were all like, everybody plays like that now. That doesn't mean anything, everybody plays like that. Yeah. Have those two been watching Olympiacos lately? I yeah. I cannot remember Olympiacos playing like such a Greek team under a foreign manager. It was horrendous.
2: Rere. Rere fillet, I, I like. I found myself like having one of those mornings today, like probably a lot of Olympiagos fans, like, you know, always on game day, you're just like, you like, and for us that live outside of Greece as well, that have been to the stadium, like so many times, I've been to Karaiskake, I've been to away games. You will know that. You want to hear the roar of the crowd. You want to like get goosebumps. You want to yeah. like, I went back and I started watching old games and I had the, I was with my son two years old and you know just like screaming, girl, you know, when I was watching all of that. And, and i was texting Labros was like mate the players we had for like for prime Fortunis, christodoulopoulos Camara, when he came in he was just bursting bursting of energy through the midfield padense Simikas, and labi prime yeah guys a, a lot of people in the comments are saying like we've never replaced those players uh, like the a, a guillerme or a, Cimicas, a padense it's ve- And I, I honestly do believe that inside the club, they're doing everything they can to bring players in. But I repeat, who the f- wants to come to play in Greece? There's no more Champions League guaranteed. And I said this a week ago. This is very important for Greek fans to understand that Champions League isn't a right. It's a privilege. It's a privilege that we have to earn through qualification. Greek football is where it is. Every year it becomes more and more difficult. And for the record, this is the first time Olympiakos is out of the Champions League group stages the second, uh, second year in a row. That's a historic low for this club. Uh, think about that. And think also about the discussions that we've had on this podcast a year ago when we went out to Ludogorets. We we demand that this club is a Champions League contender to get into the group stages, go as far as we can. We can't win the Champions League, guys. But like, football's way beyond. And Marco Pantelic said this in an interview yeah. last week. He's like, OK, forget the Champions League. You can't win the Champions League, guys, OK. Go and get the Europa League. Play for it. Or the conference. Or the conference. Win the fucking thing. Why is it taboo? Why is it taboo to talk about that? It should be a realistic... That should be a realistic objective for this club. It should be a fucking realistic objective that this club tries to develop talent from the inside and stop signing average players that aren't better than the players that we have or better than Greek players. I'm fed up of saying it. Why? Why do we go... Like, and, and to be fair, the signings that we've made this season, I like the signings that we've made. Yeah. Avila is me a backup too. for Bersalico. Yeah.
3: yeah, me too. That's
2: the only one that you might say is like an average signing. And why didn't you sign back Salyakas? How much better is Avila than Salyakas? Maybe Salyakas didn't want to stay in Greece. He wanted to go to Germany. Good on the kid. He wants to get out of Greece. I will like second division, though. Daxi. But again, that shows you that all the Greek players, the young ones, they want to leave. You got to something has to change inside the club in terms of the mentality, uh, the, the, how we develop players, like what the model is. We can't. They're I can't watch. I can't watch Olympiakos and have no Greek players on the pitch. Yeah, true. I can't. I can't like you. You identify with the Greek players more, and I know the Greek players are the ones that get the stick more than anyone the the book i like this even if you read the things that timikas was being told after the the victoria blitzen game where we drew nil nil they're like timikas is shit, but then says shit. okay Gre- yeah greek fans they they can get a bit right riled up but come on and uh should we, should we go back to the comments uh before we do that guys um please do like and subscribe if you like what you're listening to we're here for the good times the bad times uh of course always yeah the following tonight is unprecedented yeah um thank you everyone for, for for joining us tonight um show your support doesn't cost you anything
1: um again yeah man
2: always here always here for you guys
1: yeah um fuck where do i even go from there um the, the club is broken to an extent that the expectations are so just almost so basic, you know, it's just go win the Greek league, go uh, win the cup, give it a go. And one of the key reasons I said Martins had to go in March when we lost with Pauk was you need to lay down the standards are high at Olympiacos. One were the days when coaches were fired because the football wasn't good. With Martins, Olympiacos isn't a club that loses in the semifinals of the cup, right? Olympiacos shouldn't even lose in the final of the cup for me. But, okay, someone needed to to, to basically just to go after that. No, Pedro Martins, it was unacceptable. The football was shit all season. And we just accepted it and we said, well, we'll, we'll give it a go maybe next year. We'll see. And one thing I want to say, fuck's sake, Oleg Rehobchuk, you fucking suck, man. You can't even complete a pass. You were horrific tonight because I saw a comment about Oleg. It's enough, man. Thank you for running and trying. But seriously, man, you are not on the level of Olympiacos. It's time for you to go. And I hope one thing else I was going to say, the magical thing with this club, when Pedro Martins fucks off tomorrow morning cuz that's what's going to happen um a new coach is going to come here and some people's careers are going to be reborn some are going to die but you know what i mean pepe rodriguez why not fucking come back man why not there's other players too maxi lovera fuck it why not bring him back to training costas fortunis fuck it bring him back too we have a squad of 40 players some of the players who don't get any opportunities. Kunde, I know he's fucking average today and I don't even know what this player is. At least
2: he can he can spray the ball yeah, out to the okay. wing.
1: <laughs> like, okay, but there's players, my main point basically, who are going to get another uh another <laughs> another opportunity, another opportunity, you know, in this club. So, if I'm a manager and I see this shit show that is Olympiacos, I see Martins fucked off, I think to myself, well at least I'm not with a fifteen man squad. Like you even have fucking Hassan kicking around. You could bring in a new coach and he's like, Oh, I like Hassan, maybe he'll play. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, here's a here's a drink. Um and Martins is getting fucking cans, so let's be real. Like it's over for pet there's no coming back from maccabi haifa 4-0 at home like let's be fucking
2: mano filemo i've seen your messages about uh, have we seen the 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 press conference and the statements yeah Yeah. uh, we watched the post-match on the pitch uh we listened to some of the comments uh when he was at the at the table at the press conference yeah mate we we heard it and we we talked about it earlier on in the show Guys on another planet. I mean, the guy was talking about preparing for the league. So, we've seen it. I, the way I see this now, what
3: what I would like, what, what I would be okay uh, with taking this from here. What, what's next for Olympiakos? How I would like it right now. How I would, think, how I would advise Olympiakos to go with. Bring a manager. If you don't have someone ready now, Martins goes. Bring in a, an assistant or whatever it is. Find a new manager getting into Europe is not as important as rebuilding right now, even if that means not winning anything. It's very important to rebuild now. There are so many contracts. There's, so, there's such a huge roster. Like Labro said, someone's, some people's careers need to end. Some other people's careers need to kick off. If that means no Europe this season, if that means no, uh, no title, then so be it. But then again, I don't know the financial situation. I mean, there are so many heavy contracts with for, from senior players that have two years left maximum at best, and there's no Champions League football for a second year in a row. Basically, it's all down to the manager that comes in. A manager needs to rebuild the squad, needs to rebuild the backbone in this squad. It really, it is the end of an era, and it's the beginning of a new one. Martins is going to go, but whoever whoever succeeds him needs to be someone for the long haul. Or at least someone that's willing to, to, to build something, someone that digs being around w- with this project and takes it seriously. I don't know. There are a lot of uh, a lot of big time managers that are free, but I don't know how many of them are actually keen.
2: That's the thing, Costa. Like you mentioned some names earlier. But honestly, like for, for any manager that's coming into this, like <laughs> you're a manager and you're approached by Ribbiakos. By technical director, by general
1: director, God knows. There's no fucking general director. There's no tech. Who knows? A- anyway, <laughs>
2: anyway, uh, a manager is approached and he says, let me see who's on your squad. And then, that, he doesn't even look at the names, but he gets a two-page list of players it's like, bloody hell, who are all these people and how am I going to manage this squad? But really good players. So many big names. That's true. So many well-known That's true. names. But look at the midfield. Look at the midfield, how many players there are. Yep. Look at how many players there are in midfield. What yep. the hell do you do? Like someone's going to be unhappy. But like
1: it's hard to offload them as well. But they're all unhappy right now. That's the big problem. Did the players tonight look like they were playing for the manager? No, the players look... more like the opposite. The, like... Play... the players almost looked like, it... well, if we lose tonight, he fucks off and we get someone new. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that kind of no? Crazy? I don't think
3: that was the mentality there, but it is obvious that it's just not working. There's no chemistry, and obviously the fact that the the bench was so uh, frustrated after the uh, penalty that wasn't awarded and Buchalakis's overruled goal, those yellow cards that went to Torosidis and the red card that went to the other uh, member of the coaching staff, it's extremely important to keep it together when the during a match doesn't matter. How bad a referee's call is? You don't fly off the handle like people in the stands would, because then that goes to the that goes on the pitch. It's obvious that something is lost there in the relationship.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah and this is a comment along the lines of what we're saying now from Greek Couchio. I don't envy the next guy that has to come in and clean things up. There's a lot of items at all reaches of the club being held together by pieces of gum, spit, and tape. This will take so much time again i think the the common denominator between us here is that there are good players on the roster and that you really need you really need a motivational type coach to come in and kind of like somebody with a to yell at these fuckers and tell them
1: like shut the fuck up get out there and play (laughs) someone with an
2: iron fist like (laughs) no you need
1: like and and it may Uh, not last long too because they may get fed up at a certain point like oh fuck this guy he's an asshole but there is no one at this club kind of just like, who is telling people what to do? There was no leaders on that field. I, Bukhalakis is your captain for fuck's sake. Bukhalakis is the captain and he plays like shit. He can't even play one pass. Like, it's a joke. He can't even speak up too. He can't speak the guy. I love him to death. No, I don't. But okay. He, uh, he's not a captain. He's not a captain. Almost Olympiakos needs to bring in some dodge. No,
3: no, not Villas. Sorry to interrupt you, Labro. No, no, no. Not this guy. Not this guy.
1: guy. Or Frank. Uh, No more Portuguese
3: managers, please. No, No, no. not Frank de Boer as well, because someone said Frank de Boer. No, no, no. no, no, no. no, 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 no. no. No, 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 Not Frank de Boer. Okay,
1: if we maybe we've beat the horse dead, you know, that's what they say. That's the saying, right? Um, what is next for Olympiacos? What do you want? What I personally want, what which, which what I would love, is a younger coach, maybe. Or maybe it's not the right moment for a younger coach. Maybe it's time for an older coach. You it's know, a young coach is going to be a young. He's man. If the young coach will get eaten alive, that's the problem you're at. You know, who's going to take the job and who has the balls to do it? Who's gonna? Sabatini? To... No, I'm just... <laughs> it's. Uh... Uh,
2: uh, we, we do you the courtesy of actually staying here and not kicking you out. Ne ma ste ne gi ni Yes, we speak English. If go away, go away, go by yourself. Sorry. <laughs> on,
1: peut aussi, uh, on peut parler français
3: aussi ici. On peut parler français. <laughs>
2: Tipos atei oli don mesa.
3: On est on est multilinguel aussi.
2: Anyway, sorry. Tu peux uh, tu peux voir tu, tu, uh, tu peux inediscola. Si si,
3: si si tu n'aimes pas le notre show, tu peux <laughs> voir Takisukalas.
2: Il est <laughs> là, <laughs> il <laughs> se uh, joue
1: sorry for that. But seriously, um, <laughs> things need to change. Uh, things need to change um, It's a big <laughs> job. <laughs> oh, please.
2: Okay. Fair question. So, like, pretty- stopped. Stopped. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Because I, I understand that we probably have, like, a lot of new listeners tonight as well that are coming on for the first time. And they are, some are asking a legit question. Okay, why are these guys speaking in English? Like, I want them to
1: speak Greek. Please explain.
2: Just just explain what is Gate happening International? Like? Just explain.
1: <laughs> well, put me on the spot. Guys, um... <laughs> So Basically, English. I'll say in English. I'll say in English, I guess. We want to make Olympiacos bigger. How many people speak Greek in the world? 15 million people. How are we going to grow Olympiacos with a language that only 10-15 million people in the world speak? It does it maybe that's the mentality we have at the club and maybe that's why things have gone to shit. We will reach more people if we speak English and we bring Things in English. We can speak Greek. We've done interviews in Greek. It's our happiness to do so and to transcribe it and bring it to English. We want to make Olibiakos more accessible to people who don't speak Greek. Um like uh that's it, guys. Um guys, this guy, this guy is an Olibiakos fan from Hawaii. Yeah, from Hawaii. Okay. Guys, Uh, three
2: in the morning. Three in the morning and watching games. Okay. That just it, it needs to be addressed because that there are a lot of new listeners tonight uh, as well.
1: So also, those... I need to highlight this comment. I'm not in, <laughs> I'm not in that. position to uh, <laughs> confirm or deny the reports that I've been reached out to by Olgy to take the manager position uh guys guys yeah
3: guys if labros becomes manager you do know what that means costa we're gonna be slagging him off every week in the
1: podcast (laughs) (laughs) man i would just start uh fuck i would i yeah oh god i would do some things to piss (laughs) people off too i'm like (laughs) <laughs> Mamadou Kane has been playing really good at the ten and uh and <laughs> <in, laughs> training some shit like that because I know you fuckers would love that. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know what to what to say, everyone. The information, Nastekala <laughs> Maria, thank
3: you, Maria. Uh, Maria. It's great to have you on board. Yeah, thank you, thank you to, for uh, joining us. Thank you for yeah. uh, for watching us, and we're looking forward to having you on board every week.
2: Thank you yeah. for subscribing.
1: Yeah. to everyone tonight again for for coming out and uh and, and it's fiery episode tonight and um for the new listeners old listeners um this is extraordinary um this is one of I don't think we've had a night like this since we have started this initiative where we've reached this level as Olympiacos fans um it's been bubbling but I just on a hopeful note I hope this is the turning of the corner. Um, and there's been a lot of talk about Nottingham Forest, distractions with Nottingham Forest. I hope we can learn from Nottingham Forest. Um, that's all I really have to say about Nottingham Forest, must uh, Nottingham Forest, Nottingham Forest, o Marinakis, Ketalipa. this team has gone to the Premier League with data analytics and sound strategy. Why can't we do the same thing at Olympiacos? That's, um, the thing is like, that, that's, th- th- that's what I want. If what I want to see at Olympiacos now that Pedro Martins is leaving is I want, this is okay. This is not real to ask. It's real to ask for, for me, but is it going to happen? No. I want to see more honesty and openness from Olympiacos one. Two, I want to see Olympiacos push more things in English. That's always been one of the missions. Yeah. Um, three, three, I want to see Olympiacos move like a team that has a vision. You know what I mean? I want to see Olympiacos build its youngsters, build its academy, give its young players a chance, and build something bigger than this random Brazilian coming for a year to play and span six bam, months a, six year, months a year. I want to see something built longer. Yes, a player can come to Olympiacos and he can be sold. We don't have to hold them forever. But I just want to see us build something. You know, I want to see us rebuild something and with an identity. Olympiacos is now the team that goes to Europe with certain players, young players, with interesting philosophy. We want a philosophy back for Olympiacos. First and foremost, play some Good fucking football! You play villagers every Saturday in 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 shit. You play you play amateur level football in the Greek Super League. You don't need to play thirty eight year olds, Matthieu Valbuena to win. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it.
2: I want to say something on this. Sir. It's not something that we've talked about recently. Um, definitely something we've spoke about amongst ourselves. More recently, you and I, Labro. Yeah. I think that François Modesto leaving when he left, when was it, a month ago, I think it's a blessing. Yeah. I really do think it's, I mean, he's not there at the club anymore, so I'm just going to say it. Madi Kamara, Pap Bar, when he came in, what do they all have in common? They all came from Pierissa, from Play 11. They all came from there. Modesto had a relationship with them. Pierre Issa was a technical director or sporting director, or whatever he was at a Very good relationship with our chairman. But Modesto got all the credit for them. He didn't do shit. Okay, they happened to know each other, but Issa already had a connection to the club and those players came in. Who did Francois Modesto bring in? Henry Yekuru. My point is, He's gone. Just like when Forrest got rid of him, he went to Forrest. Yeah. People forget. Then he left and the data, the analytics came into the scouting. And we start to see that this season. That's why I do have hope. It is a dark night for this club. It's a stain on our reputation. But we said... The, and, and some people are cussing the Korean that we signed. Guys, the Korean player that we signed, judge him on the pitch. I'm not going to say, like, just judge him when you see him on the pitch. Because wow. from what I've seen, he's got something that we don't have in midfield. And I am a Tottenham fan as well. And there is a good South, very good South Korean player that plays for Tottenham. These, these guys these guys are machines.
1: We need to change the mentality. These guys As are Ol- machines on the pitch. As Olympiacos fans to say, oh, he's a Korean, he doesn't do it. Oh, he's an Israeli player, he doesn't do it. Olympiacos just got thrashed 4-0 by fucking Maccabi Haifa. Wake up. We'll take players from wherever they come. So shut the fuck up with the mentality. Olympiacos is this. Olympiacos is Champions League. Olympiacos lost 4-0 at home with Maccabi Haifa. There, there, there the mentality some- needs to change here.
2: We can't, there was a comment earlier about like, you know, we used to sign Giovanni and Rivaldo and now we're signing Koreans. And there was another comment, crit- I think, cr- criticizing us saying, uh, do you know what's going on in Greek football? Yeah, what's going on in Greek football? You can't bring players like that anymore. They don't come to Greece anymore, a Giovanni or a Rivaldo. Get, we have to get real, like and it's something. It's, mm. Again, another common theme during this this episode: scouting, data. We're not going to drop ten million. We just won't. We never dropped. You, you can't sign a top top winger for five million euro, guys. You can't. It has to be like a, a well thought, well researched investment, like scouted. Costa, oh, you got God. something.
3: Or we got, or we can do something, or we can do something that uh, Greek football fans, like all of us Greek football fans, hate the most. Be patient and let uh, young uh, young players come from the academy.
2: So this is a good plug, actually. Costas uh, Vernikos, who we interviewed a couple of was it? a week ago, yeah. pod, that, that episode is available now uh, on the channel. Go and check it out. One thing I thought was interesting, he said to us. Correct me if I'm wrong, Costas. He said. That in uh, was it in in every language there's a Greek word called evelixia flexibility, but there's also another word that doesn't exist in Greek, which is patience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. To your point,
3: you, you saw I, and Surlis going like they were well, <laughs> not needed, like they were needless. It, like, I mean,
1: what? so. What's the worst-case scenario? We played uh, Surlis and we lose 6-0? I bet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's the worst-case yeah. We just lost yeah. 4-0 with Maccabi Haifa. Like...
2: But those players, like, they want to play. They want to
1: play. They want to break into the first team. Okay, Rusai and blah, blah, blah. They may not turn out to be world beaters, but holy shit, guys. The other ones don't want to be here for shit. You know, they... Uh, I don't know, what but to there's say. also
3: no personalities because now I go back to what Gary Neville said about the class of 92 when they came through. He, he, he sets the record straight. Yes, we were an amazing group of young players, but we also had a, we also had Pallister there. We had Bruce, we had Eric Antona, we had uh, we had Schmeichel. We had an incredible group of players, Roy Keane. We had an incredible group of players that mentored us, that put us in line, that helped us use the, put this talent into effect and create a character as well. That doesn't exist at Olympiacos right now, I'm afraid.
1: And uh, also this thing about speaking English in Gate 7 International, like you guys are dropping it in your comment section. We have Olympiacos. Like the mentality for some people is, oh, Olympiacos doesn't need English. It's a Greek team. Guys, there's Olympiacos fans everywhere. You need to understand. There's Olympiacos oh, oh, <laughs> uh, fans in Russia, in Poland, in America, and Brazil, South America. People need to wake up. Olympiacos isn't just some village fucking team, guys. Olympiacos deserves to have the respect. And, okay, tonight is not one of those nights. Le. It's a dark night for Olympiacos. But we see a future for this team. We see, basically, I don't know how to explain it to you guys, but we fell in love with olympiakos We love Olympiakos just like all of you who are watching tonight. And we want to see olympiakos at the highest level. And, you know, if that means coming on a podcast, criticizing, talking about the thing, being the voices for a lot of you fans who I think aren't being given the voice by some of the fucking shit you hear on the radio and you read in articles to be able for you guys to bring out your opinion. That's what we're here to basically connect you all to connect you all who may just feel like, okay, there's no place for me to write comments to talk about Olympiacos. So I hope this place um, is a place for you guys to feel like you can do that in English and Greek and Russian and Poland, write whatever you want. Spanish, French. Yeah, guys. Seriously, it's, this is Gate 7 International. It's not Gate 7 English or Gate 7 Greek. This is a community of people from all over the world. And I just want to put that out there now yeah. that we've seen comments. And
2: we've and said that like, many times as well, guys. Like, a lot of times we do we do open the lines. We do, you know, have people, you guys following, come on the show, come talk to us. And I, we've said it. You want to speak Greek? You're not comfortable with your English? Come and speak Greek with us. Like, we can switch to yeah, Greek. Yeah, no yeah of course, guys. Predominantly... It's international. It's- so English is the most spoken language in the world.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. okay. Let's, let, let, let's say the others. As bit. much as the French don't like that, and I have a French girlfriend, so <laughs> okay, Okay. La, bro. Okay, Labro. Uh,
3: nope. Okay, Labro. Okay, you know, okay. So, but you know to the French it.
1: are always like we should be speaking French. Okay, we should speak, we do speak a little bit of French. Me, no. But the others, yes. But, um, you know yes. what?
3: I I I think we've uh, we, we've spoken enough about this. I think you know the international yeah. thing for some people is a little too obvious. I'm done with <laughs> that, and I want to concentrate on some some of the some of the nice comments we got. Uh, most of which are nice, like 99.9 percent are nice, and we appreciate yeah. you all for your support. This whole thing, this whole project, would not be able without you. You're uh, you're the yeah. heart and soul of this. Uh, one of them is Adi Harongi, who joined us. And if I'm not yeah. mistaken, he's a Maccabi Haifa fan. And he's yeah. been asking a lot about uh, Ladner. Uh, yes, we know he's a very promising young talent. We're very excited to have him over at the team. Uh, he was voted at CIES as the second most uh, talented uh, uh, player under 20 outside the top five leagues. Uh, it's a position that we really need, uh, bo- we really need to strengthen because you saw how good or not good, or like has been lately. so Or at least somebody to give Reabchuk some really good competition for him to elevate his uh, potential. So, yeah, we're very excited to have him and very much looking forward to see what he can do.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. I don't think a lot of people want to talk about Leidner or the Huang right now. But, guys, things are changing. That's one thing I'll note. Pedro Martins needs to leave because he represents the old style of football. In my opinion, um, we need to change. We need to adapt. It's 2022. It's not 2001 anymore. You don't throw in the tape and you see Rivaldo was great. Let's see if we can bring him to Greece. You know, um, uh, th- that's. I think that's uh, that's the main point. We need to learn from the big team. Rangers guys, Rangers played in the cha- or the, the Europa League final. Even uh, Frankfurt, who we played against, who wasn't world beaters, played in the final. We need to learn from them. They have Japanese players. They have Austrian players. They have Nigerian players from everywhere. They look for players everywhere. They have huge data and scouting networks. Why can't Olympiakos do that? And it seems like we're, we are starting to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Andrea, our friend from, yeah, from
2: Sweden. There you go. From Sweden, Andrea. Thanks for joining us again, my um, loyal follower of
1: the of the podcast.
3: Let it be from the moon as long as they can play. I mean, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Let it be from the moon.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, that's that's the framing. And on this difficult night, um, on this really horrific night, to be honest, I'm thinking back. Um, it's really bad. It's really bad night, but. Let this be the lesson. And I'm going to go back to it again. Let the rising of Nottingham Forest be a lesson um, of how things can be done. And let's leave the agents behind us. Let's leave Jorge Mendez behind us. And let's try to build Olympiacos like a modern football club. And if it comes out, it doesn't come out. Fuck it. Let's use our academy. Let's use our scouts. Let's use our data. And let's try to build up build, build up this club like everyone else in the world. You think uh, Ajax or Benfica or the Portuguese teams, even Shakhtar Donetsk and Kiev reached their points where they were playing very well in Europe through signing agent players. Uh, for, for me, I don't know if you guys know, but Shakhtar Donetsk would bring young kids from Brazil and train them and help them, support them. That's how William became one of the best footballers in, in England. Fred, not so much at Manchester United. <laughs> no, it's a good joke. Uh, but you know what I mean? They they build people and they invest in their people and they place trust in it. And you don't want to burn that trust. And a lot of the things that happened at course is look at the treatment of the players. I know you want to get rid of Semedo. I know you want to get rid of Roussa. You want to get rid of Fortunes, but... You can't treat these are people and that's just how things work. It's almost a culmination of how the players have been treated that, that that's all I gotta say I I don't know I I'm going in circles. Tonight could be the start of change needed at allcour and that's the only thing I can take away from tonight is we've been exposed for all of our downfalls for all of the things we do wrong. And we're back in the same spot when we took Martins almost four years ago. And we need to restart and do this the right way this time. It's certainly
3: the end of an era. It certainly is the end of an era. And with the end of an era, there's the beginning of a new one.
1: Exactly. I, I think that's all I really have to say for tonight. The result was more just a culmination of everything we knew to be true. And the chicken coming to roost, I think, as Costa said, um, there's no need to yell. There's no need to be upset. It was almost like we were laying on the train track and we saw the train track coming towards us. Yeah, And we knew yeah. it was going to kill us. And finally, the tr- when it kills you, it's over in the second. And you know what I mean? It's kind of like it's over. It happens. And... There's not more, more to say about it. You were yelling, the train's coming, the train's coming, and now it's over. And it's happened. And exactly what we were, we were yelling and upset about and we were warning was going to happen has now happened. And now the next step, you'll hear from me. I know I was talking a lot about the wrong steps of Martins will be because we do have a platform. How many of you are listening? Maybe you guys don't have the voices. How we can make Olympiacos a 21st century football club and take it to the next step. That will be my mission from here on out with Pedro Martins leaving and let's go, let, let, let the hard work begin and let's rebuild this thing from the ground and let's have patience now that Martins is fuck. He's (laughs) leaving God willing. He's leaving tomorrow morning. We wake up the best news of our uh, life and we restart guys. And we, we do this thing from start all together. Um, I know tonight's been really rough and there's gonna it's gonna take a long time for the club to repair what they've done with the fans calling for the fans calling for for support but also criticizing fans to an extent for complaining and saying it's not good enough we need to repair that bond we need to get together um and it's going to take time but let's go again when you're knocked down you gotta get back up again and Olympiacos is down bad um we we have a game in a week. We play football a week from today at the Kadiscaik Stadium. I could we I could to...
3: definitely uh, see an interim manager taking over. Barasa is going
1: to be the manager on or, Thursday. I
3: maybe I it could it. be Barasa. I, I I I'm not too sure what the B team schedule is. Something tells me they start just like they did last season in November or something crazy <laughs>
1: yeah, like that. Right. Fuck um, it. That's a good team. shout.
3: It's no, that's season. not his job. That's not his job. But, no, yeah, I mean,
1: Okay, I won't Iparraza, go <laughs> but, would be a
3: good shout, but I cannot see Pedro Martins taking yeah, charge of his It's Moscow. over, it's see over, him it's leaving. Over. But, uh, Or maybe if Olympiacos could see it. I mean, if we could see it, that this whole thing is leading to this. I mean, we were talking about it last season. Don't you remember when I told you guys that the, the qualifiers are coming and we could easily have a, a Ludo Goretz 2.0 or a yeah. Maccabi or a Hapwell Bercheva 2.0? Yeah.
2: They they took that decision costa they took that decision, they took the decision. La- last season they took the decision to renew his contract and they had to follow through on it they had that to follow was... through on it and but... uh, it's a hard, it's a tough pill to swallow tonight but is it really surprising no does the scoreline hurt yes it really really hurts uh, I mean, personally my own feeling's like i'm i'm I wouldn't say I'm angry I'm I'm almost numb from the feeling but we we we've, we've talked it out now and yeah. and tomorrow's a new day and I'm not they look, go No I no suppose. I'm not angry
3: personally because we could see this going we could see this coming yeah. we really yeah. could but see this coming yeah. it's a new era there is a bit of excitement in the horizon but then again it's just I just don't know where it goes from here, from here I really don't know where it goes from here cuz the whole point of, of renewing Pat Martins' contract was because of the qualifiers. They didn't want to take the risk of bringing a new manager and screwing up in the qualifiers. Well, that happened right now, so Lbiacos no longer have to worry about this. Then again, there's a lot of money in the, in the conference and the Europa League, so you think you really want to get in there. But the Champions League is gone. The, 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 the emperor is naked, at least this season, at least this year. Start building a new. It should have happened last season. They shouldn't have renewed it. They should have said, "Listen, the, the the the," or they could have given him an an incentive, saying, "You know what? We're giving you a new contract if you win the cup. If you win the double, you get a new contract." But this is how it uh, how it transpired. A new manager needs to be found. Like yesterday, hopefully, they thought like us. Hopefully, they thought to themselves, "Okay, let's have someone ready to come on in uh, at a moment's notice, take over." I don't think that's the case. Find a new manager. There is so much quality in this team. So many quality players in this team. And you mentioned that the, the, the roster is huge. Well, th- let me tell you this. It's so much better having too many good players than having very few good players for a manager to take over and uh, apply his uh, his philosophy.
1: Mm.
2: You want to read this comment
1: labro yeah leandro says uh it's a chance now to push the board and change the direction of the decisions we need a modern football club that will reach a european final soon i agree with labro away from the agents uh guys um let's see let, let, let's see um you just hope that the lessons were learned from I really think Nottingham Forest... I hate bringing it up because there's this toxic dynamic with Nottingham Forest, but the lesson should be learned. Fuck the agents. Get a manager who you back with scouting and analytics and back him and go for it. Um, Nottingham Forest sucked for years under Marinax with Varezzos and, uh, and Modesto bringing them garbage. And finally... Knox told them to fuck off they brought in um i what was his name dane uh dane something lead the data and analytics and scouting with steve cooper and look what's happened to them you know you just hope that this is something oligdakos can re- reignite and do and um
3: dane murphy yeah. that is the same yeah dane
1: murphy the yeah
2: ceo I, I just want to read this comment as well. Um, Costa um, Stefanos saying not to be that guy, but why are we so sure he'll actually get the sack? Marinakis clearly loves the guy and the investment in him has been huge. He would just sign an extension recently, didn't he? I hope he's gone. But I don't trust our decision makers anymore, sadly. I mean, look he's gone he's gone there's no there's no way like this this is a manager that came out and said after the last friendly against Addis that the team's going to be ready on the 20th of July you talk to anybody or you listen to anybody from the club communicate throughout the summer the line's been 20th of July the team's going to be ready team wasn't ready we've been knocked out humiliatingly by a team that by all accounts is not better than us but was actually the last, the, the two over the over the, the two games that we played, it's an embarrassing defeat. The manager's got everything that he wanted. He wanted El Arabi, he wanted Valbuena, he wanted Avram. They all renewed. El Arabi didn't play, El Arabi's not fit. He signed a two year contract, guys. The manager, the manager asked for it, and the new manager that's coming in. He's he's
3: gonna inherit
2: that. Yeah. He's locked still in with a
3: two there's still million Euro ways combat. around it. There's still ways around it. The Larabi can still be a, a power sub, he can still be um he can still be that guy you bring from the uh from the bench to luxury. and he could be a mentor as well. It's
2: a luxury, it
3: depends what kind of personality comes in with the next manager. He can turn the Larabi Manolas Papastatobus into mentors. It's a it's a, it's a, it's a new character. Like Mitzel ha, was very good with that. Uh, Valverde was as well. Uh, Marco Silva was really good at that. There's a Leonardo Jardim as well, one of the, the most underrated manager in the history of Olímpicos. Oh, that's difficult now. Sale. Am I pronouncing yeah. it right? Sale. Sile, How am I pronouncing it right? I hope I'm pronouncing Wait, it so well. Just,
2: just, just for kicks. Like, let's answer that question. Sailors asking the question, can you each name the manager you'd bring? Bring in realistic answers only, please. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to try and approach this differently. I want I want Bielsa. Bielsa. He, he, he's the one. Marcelo Bielsa is the one that plays Olympiakos football. This club needs to rediscover its DNA. Olibiacos means knockout. It means attack. It means choke the opposition. It means press up the field. It means play the ball through the wings. It means attack. That's it. We haven't seen that. Yeah. When's the last time we saw that? It's been over a year and a half, guys. That's why Marcelo Bielsa is going to want a big contract. Give it to him. Give it to him. That's mine. Marcelo Bielsa is my pick. And uh, I don't know if Pochettino is free, but I do remember yes. there was something between Pochettino and uh, Olibiago, or some rumor about Marinakis having a meeting with, uh, with Pochettino. I can't remember if it was at Spurs after he was sacked. I don't know if it's just a rumor. Poch is good at those kinds of projects. Will he come to Greece? Probably not. But money talks. If you want one of those managers, a Pochettino or a Bielsa, you got to give him a fat contract.
3: Yeah, but about the Bielsa, I think I'm just going to say one thing murder ball. That murder ball thing really cost him at Leeds and it could cost him at Olympiacos because of injuries.
1: Yeah, but I think uh, it's a different context because of the league, right? It's just Olympiacos has more freedom to play attacking football. And to really master it before going into Europe, I don't know. um, I really have no idea who's available, who's not available um like Michel
3: Mitchell, <laughs> I, don't know. Mitchell, Mitchell.
1: Mitchell. Mitchell I don't know. I loved him when he was at onlycos. I know there were some bad moments at the end guys i I don't know, I have no idea um. I don't even know managers who are available. Does anyone, I does anyone have a list? Costa, I, what you got? Yago uh... Stornis. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that's
2: a joke. That's a joke. I think he's actually a manager in Saudi. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I am actually di- um, divided. I'm actually. Um, I have two. I, I have two um, opinions. One of them is Rafa Benitez, but. I'm not too sure how realistic that is.
2: Oh, no. Thing is, though, I mean,
3: is because he's gone through so many teams, and it kind of feels like you know, his star is fading. is fading out in the sense that you know, he can't really hope for Premier League, La Liga, or the or Serie A at this moment. But he did such a good job with Newcastle, such a good, such a good job with Liverpool before that as well, uh, Valencia. And the other one I'm thinking of, which I am sure would never dare come to uh, to uh, leave England, is Sean Dyche.
2: Oh, really? Oh, Jesus! No, no I'd, ha- I'd have Sean Dyche. I'd have Sean.
3: Burnley Dyche. football? No. Burnley well, football? it's not what? that he played Burnley football. I think it's the kind <laughs> I know, of that you know that you don't like
2: Millwall played. as well, but you know, he was a Millwall player.
3: That doesn't mean anything. Harry Kane played for Millwall on loan for like a year. Uh, I'm just what teasing I'm you. I know you don't like Millwall.
2: What
3: what I'm what I'm saying is that Sean Dyche did the most with a group of not average players, but upper 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 middle um, upper upper middle card type of players. He kept them in the Premier League for so long. He had an incredible uh, season with them when he beat Man City away. He has a lot of scalps. He's the kind of guy that could come in and do a couple of uh, of crazy things. But other than that, yeah, I mean, if I could have my way, if I could have my way totally, it would be Kike Setien. But something more realistic, I think. I think Rafa Benitez is more realistic than Kike Setien. How How do you
1: guys feel about Ibagaza coming and staying? Where do you leave that on the possibilities of happening? Because it depends. I I I, I just want to say we read bullshit propaganda. Um, I won't say the name, everyone knows the name. Saying Iba Gaza was being groomed to be the next coach of Olympiakos. Could happen. I don't know. I
3: don't and I don't remember reading. If he though, gets I a
1: few let's say Ibagaza comes in and he beats Bratislava, takes Olympiakos to Europa champion or Europa Champ, Europa League group stages. Does he stay? There you go. That's a question. You can consider he'd get me, the Miguel no.
3: Arteta treatment, but there would be no exactly, there'd really. be no chance we'd have as much patience as Arsenal have shown.
1: Yeah. No, but I'm just saying, um it, it's almost like the Freddie Lundberg thing. He he was uh at Arsenal, right? When they first they kind of appointed yeah. him and he did all right, and they were like, Oh shit, maybe days. Or it was Oli Gunner. So so yeah, that's how that happened. But he's anyway, free as
3: well, he's free as well.
1: HBO feels oh, fuck me. Wow. There's a- sorry. No, sorry. but it's difficult right now. It's very difficult. Like, let's be fucking real. It's really difficult. And if they don't have a list of people available, which they kept in a safe before tonight, they're idiots. I'm sorry. Like, surely they had a break glass, if disaster, emergency situation. I, I swear, I, I I hope I hope that glass is being broken tonight and they're making calls Two night, two agents to reach out to coaches because it's over for Pedro Martins at Olympiacos. So, tomorrow morning, I'm expecting, you know, the little flag or the logo of Olympiacos, Anakinosi, Pedro Martins, <laughs> something got, like I that. A,
3: I got another question for you guys. I got another option, which is definitely unrealistic, but I'm going to throw it out anyway because it's good fun. Yeah, yeah Big Sam.
1: Oh, fuck oh, off course. I can't is. see him coming to
2: Greece, man. I can't see him coming to Greece. Like, um, Big Sam was ahead of his time. Like, was ahead of his time. I, I don't know. Like, he's just... Really?
1: Like... I think more... I'm throwing uh,
3: this out there. I'm throwing this yeah. out there. Big Sam, come to Olympiacos and win the conference.
1: I think also an interesting take could be um, the coach of Bodo Glend. He's supposedly one of the best coaches in the Scandinavian um, leagues. And they play high-pressing attacking football. They beat Roma 6-0 last year in the Conference League. Um, could you entice him away from that scenario? Um, I, I don't know. I think he's a really interesting, really good manager. I'm forgetting the name. Um, uh, but, yeah, I, I really, I think we'll have to see tomorrow morning after Pedro Martins is fired what um, the options are. So let's see. Barzokas. it uh, would be nice
2: to find the Barzokas type coach yeah, in, yeah. in in the, the footballing equivalent but um yeah that's that's especially that's if it's
3: Gr- if especially if he's greek
2: yeah, yeah no that's yeah, i mean no, it's, that it's, man, it's not happening no. unless it's posteco but he's Post, yeah i mean he's at celtic but you know i think i think the one of the more interesting ones and maybe realistic was the the setien kike Setian that you mentioned because he's yeah. been on the list for a while. I, I mean, you, yeah. whenever Olibiagos yeah. has been looking for a manager, Kike Setien's name is, is always coming up. And he, like, his amazing. teams his teams play Sorry? football, man. His teams play football.
1: Uh, oh, that'd people be, are crushing awesome my idea if if of Knudsen renewed I, with Bode. Oh, shit. Highest well, paid manager in the history of Scandinavian football, they say. Um, it was just an idea, guys. I know they play great football. I know he's highly regarded. So obviously, that's not an option, but. Something like that, reason, where you pick someone out from a a league that, you know, you could maybe push the salary a bit more, you know. I, I don't know. Maybe a young coach or, I, I don't know, maybe a French coach. Uh, I don't know. We'll the see. only
3: reason I didn't mention Setien is because he does sound a little unrealistic.
2: Is he and a Betis or is he free?
3: He's free. He's free.
2: free. Ever since free,
3: Barcelona, I... if I'm not mistaken. Oh,
2: that's right. He was coach yep. he was he was managing betis when we played them in Martin. Uh, martin's yes. and they dominated and, us and then, remember that yeah.
3: and then he replaced valverde at barcelona
2: yeah. uh let's see i i've seen i've seen this comment come up many times from vgs i think it's a new new subscriber thanks for subscribing mate um he wants an opinion on fortunis i've said my i've said my piece on this a few times on the pod before i think costa's made some made a lot of mistakes uh we've heard that his his behavior has been unacceptable it's had an impact in the dressing room um we don't know if costa will ever return to the costa that we remember but is carvalho better than him i don't i, I don't think so i always questioned that when we signed carvalho it's like no a player like Carvalho that made a record signing to Nottingham Forest. Um, but why? Why? I, I I don't think I don't think Carvalho is better, and I don't think that the, the the club's transfer policy or the club's policy should have been to sign Carvalho. They had Valbuena. They didn't need to sign Carvalho to win the league. So. Um, We'll see. It will be up to the new manager. That's all yeah. I have to say about about God. It is
3: up to the new manager.
2: Yeah, yeah. Be, it is up to the new
1: manager. The, the thing is, when the new coach comes, let's say clean slate for everyone except for that fucker Ruben Samedo. Never again close to this team. But the rest of them.
3: Good night, Fisardo. Uh,
1: yeah, the rest of them. It's open, and let's see what happens tomorrow morning. We'll be reporting on all of it. Um. We'll keep you all up to date on the uh, status of Pedro Martinez. Hopefully he's early, he's fired by the time we wake up Central European time, but probably not. Um, and I think that's all that needs to be said. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Just, uh, I think we've covered already. it all. Yeah. Yeah. What else do we want to we're talk just, about? Uh, I mean, we're, we're going we're, around in circles. Yeah, uh, we're all uh... we're trying to look for the positive yeah. from a really dark night. Honestly, it's one of the like the greatest stains on Olympiacos as a club. It feels, it
3: feels like this is the worst European result since the 7 0 from Juvedus in 2003.
2: Three. It, it's an embarrassment, though, Costa. It's like literally there was nothing. It was, I mean, it, at times during the game today, it wasn't even like you turned away from the game. It's just, you're not going to miss anything. It's like, we're not going to score. It was hopeless. Hopeless. But, you know, misery loves company, and there have been a lot of people on the channel tonight. Um we can keep this going longer, but it is what time is it? Is one fifteen local time here in Brussels and it's two fifteen local time in Greece. We have people in Australia that are watching us. We have people from all around Europe, even South America, I think as well uh Costas papa dimitriu one of our one of the first guys following us gasparini he says
1: that would be fantastic
3: costas <laughs> eh, amazing eh,
1: eh. Yeah. that'd be there.
3: amazing but you know
1: yeah
2: some um, others some others here saying uh Marcelino, Marcelino, that, yeah. that valverde proposed
3: someone mentioned uh, uh oh, someone mentioned uh nunes spirito santo as well oh no,
2: god no, no go no, away no no no, no, no 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 i'm I'm done with portuguese managers guys like, yeah really let's... seriously something something new please something fresh yeah uh but i think like 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 we said i think we've covered it all we've been going for an hour and yeah. a half um that's all it guys I
3: say, all i have to so, say in closing is do is never ever ever underestimate a manager that succeeded in the premier league never
1: Okay. All right. Well, that's an interesting line, but fuck that. I, I, I just no, because
3: want... people were talking about Sean Dyche and Nuno. I'm just saying, uh, I'm okay, not okay. underestimate. But the, but the big thing are,
1: is in the Premier League. We need to get this right on so many levels. Um, I don't think I can handle another
2: Portuguese manager. Yeah, will, please no more Nuno Portuguese. Spirito. Please not Sean Dyche. No
1: more poor translations from Marina. Just like. Let's get it back to English. So, <laughs> but, okay. Um, now
3: you're sound. Now you're sounding like our trolls. Come on, let's wrap it
2: up. Yeah. No. No. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> I um, I don't care where the manager's from. I'm gonna be honest. But um, okay. Fuck it. Like, it, they need to get it right. And one, they need to not go cheap. Pull out the wallet. You just paid You're paying Jesse Lingard 200 grand a week. Like, let's pay a bit God. for um. Uh, that's it that's all i gotta say i'm done tonight that's it that's a wrap i got nothing else until next time we'll
3: We'll be back back. guys thanks weekends
1: maybe i don't
3: know thanks guys guys. thanks for for joining don't forget to like and subscribe
2: yeah thank you costa like and subscribe get this episode out to as many olibiagos fans all over the world yeah we're gate seven international By the fans, by the fans, always here for you, good times and the bad. Peace out. See you next time.